Little and Ben Eyes, California, the makers of Chase and Sanborn Coffee, bring you the Chase and Sanborn program, starring Francis Langford with Spike Jones, the City Slickers, Tony Romano, I'm Ken Carpenter, and our guest this Sunday is Jack Carson, and here's Francis. Broadcasting from the Birmingham General Hospital in the legendary San Fernando Valley. When you go through a place like Birmingham, you suddenly realize, as most of us have never realized before, that the Army honors its wounded with far more than speeches and medals, proud as these men are to get both. The Army honors these men with the finest hospital care in the world. They're going to be all right. These fellows have proved that they can take anything, haven't they, Spike? They sure have, Francis, and the city slickers and I are proud to play for them. I hope these fellows can take anything. <laughs> well, now, please, Francis. People have told me that uh, my music has a distinctive air about it. Now, you can say that again. <laughs> uh, and to protect yourself from that distinctive air, I notice Francis is wearing a fancy perfume. Yes, Ken, it's my own idea. It's a mixture of Chanel Number no. 5, Taboo, and Shocking. What do you call it? Chemical Warfare. Oh. <laughs> well, you know, Francis, a combination of perfumes like that could really do something to a man. Well, it doesn't do anything to me. He doesn't want to do anything to you. Oh. Oh. Oh, go ahead and run oh. along now, Spike. <laughs> run along and play? Yes. Okay, Francis. Uh, this is just for you. Thank you so much. Ladies and gentlemen, the number Spike and the City Slickers are about to render has become known as the Spike Jones Classic. But classic or not, hold on to your hats because here it comes. Cocktails for two. 
As we enjoy a cigarette, to some exquisite transformation, two hands are sure to slyly meet, my head may go real, my heart will be obedient, with intoxicating kisses for the friends of all ingredients. Then the afternoon is fine. You'll be so glad we're both alive. Then maybe fortune will complete her plan. Trouble began. Most any afternoon at five, we'll be so glad we're both alive. Then maybe fortune will come Suggested a fleeting million to double pleasure from coffee. It's a chance for you, and it's here right now. Enjoy iced taste and Sanborn coffee with meals and the sweet. A big new wave of popularity for iced coffee is sweeping the country, so everybody is shopping for flavor. And new thousands are finding it in richer, more delicious taste and Sanborn coffee. They're learning every day just how delicious iced coffee can be. Because important as flavor is in hot coffee, just think how much more important it is when the ice is added. And with taste and Sanborn flavor to offset the melting ice, it's the king of refreshing drinks. Served in a tall, frosty, tinkling glass, it really has everything. It's cooling, refreshing, satisfying and all, but on top of that, it's coffee. And what coffee it is. In the past year, Chase and Sanborn coffee brought more pleasure to more people than ever before in our entire 81-year history. That's the lead to follow. <laughs> for another service hospital, and I try to find if there's any particular song the men would like for me to sing. Today, the fellows here at Birmingham have asked me for that beautiful song called Dreams. Smoke rings rise in the air. 
Tom DeGarry Moore dropped in on us to say goodbye before joining his USO unit for duty overseas. Our guest this Sunday is all passed to go overseas, too. So let's wish one voyage to Jack Carson. Thank you, Francis, but I'm not all packed. Still some things you want to get? Well, I'm going to get my old suit back from China War Relief. <laughs> well, my advice is to buy a fatigue suit. Fatigue suit? Mm-hmm. I'm not that tired. <laughs> well, you're going to get pretty warm, I can tell you that. Oh, that's all right. I'm taking along my crepe machine for Johnny. <laughs> Jack, have you ever been to any of these places they're sending you? Well, no, Ken. That kind of worries me. You know, there's a difference between doing a show over here and a show over there. Well, what's the difference? Well, the stuff I do over here may not sound funny over there. I mean, suppose they don't laugh at my jokes. Like I say, what's the difference? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, so we're doing insult jokes today, (laughs) huh? Jack, you know, Spike and I both have put on shows in combat areas, and we don't think you have anything to worry about, do we, Spike? Well, no, they might pull an air raid on you or drop a couple of bombs, but so what? (laughs) (laughs) You fellas don't scare me. What's a little bombing? Just bought it over the loaded eggs. <laughs> now, Francis, let me tell you something. Even when the boys come back, they're still going to want stage shows. Bordeville's going to have a big comeback after this war. That's not wishful thinking, is it? No, man, it's in the bag. And I want to be in on it. I want to be one of the first to revive Bordeville. Well, you should. You were one of the first to kill it. <laughs> Spike, remind me to do the same for you sometime. <laughs> Tell me, Jack, you really think the boys won't be satisfied just with movies and radio? Oh, exactly, Ken. I mean, for instance, who's going to listen to me over the radio after they've seen me perform in person? <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to make it so unanimous. I know how you feel about Baltimore, Jack. After all, you came from the whole family of Baltimore people, didn't you? That's right, Francis. I was even born backstage. <laughs> Me and my twin brother. Your twin brother? Yeah. My mother was such a hand, she couldn't resist doing an encore. <laughs> when you were in Broadville, Jack, what kind of an act did you have? Well, it was something like an elephant act. Like elephant act? In what way? Uh, we both worked for Pete. But, uh... <laughs> Soon I was breaking the record wherever I played. Oh, fine. What record? You know the signs this theater can be emptied in five minutes? Yeah. Well, I did it in three. <laughs> One year, they gave me the fewest surprise. Oh, they did not. Well, they gave me the P.U. <laughs> Jack, how'd your act go over when you played in London? Well, you know how long it takes English people to catch on a joke. Oh, that's just a legend, isn't it? No, 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 it is. It's true, you know. I came out on the stage and played, told jokes for two hours. And Bob Hope played there two weeks later and got all my laughs. <laughs> Why are you giving us all this business about Bonneville? Because I want you to join me in an act, that's the war. Me? Certainly. Why does there always have to be a girl in the act? Oh, just a matter of form. <laughs> well, how about me, Jack? Couldn't I be in the act? Well, what can you do, Spike? Well, magic. I started out to be a musician. I started out to be... <laughs> I, I thought there was be... some connection yeah. music here. <laughs> I started out to be a magician, you know. No, I, I didn't know. Well, I pulled rabbits out of a hat. I started with two rabbits, but you know how many I had the next week? <laughs> how many? One. The other one ran away. Yeah. <laughs> well, get in touch with me when he comes back, will you? Now, I just thought of something, uh, Jack. If everything's going to be vaudeville again, what's going to happen to radio announcers? They'll probably go back to calling all cars. <laughs> <laughs> Be the man. 
<laughs> no kidding, Jack. Why couldn't a vaudeville act have a sponsor? A sponsor for a vaudeville actor? Well, maybe there's a thought there. I sure want a sign to tell the people about Jason Sandburn. I can just go to the mic and tell us. I got a better idea. You can go up the aisles and sell it. <laughs> if we can put that over here, something else. When the curtain rises... I can be on stage grinding coffee. Oh, uh-huh. I get it. Drip grind. Yeah. <laughs> Carpenter, you just gagged yourself out of the act. <laughs> you like Vaudeville even better than working in pictures, Jack? Oh, sure I do, Francis. I've worked in a lot of pictures. I mean, Warner Brothers would even like me to mention one that's playing now, roughly speaking. Oh. But what is there to playing in pictures? All you do is get paid for kissing Rosalind Russell, Lauren Bacall, and Sheridan. You think I'm being too hasty? Yes, but I have you got an act figured out. Oh, yeah, yes, I have. I got it all figured out. Listen. Now, there's you and Spike's orchestra and me. Oh. Now, first I come out and tell some jokes. Then I go into a song. Then I come back and do two dances. Then I do my recitation. Then I... Hey, hey, when does my band play, Jack? If there's anything I hate, it's a hand. Well, wouldn't you try the act out someplace? We could try it at an army camp. Oh, I don't know. Those fellows carry guns. <laughs> <laughs> Jack, I think you ought to have Tony Romano in the cast. He doesn't just sing and play the guitar, you know. He does dialect, too. Don't you, Tony? That's right, Mr. Carson. Name a dialect. Uh, Swedish. Mm, that's, that's pretty good, but now I'll name one. Yeah. How about, uh, <laughs> how about English? French, uh, Spanish, or Amada? Amada? What's Amada? Nothing. What's the matter with you? Yeah. <laughs> if this is radio, I know Vaudeville is coming back. Francis, let's face it. This act is getting all cluttered up with riffraff. Now, let me show you the big finish. It's very clever. We go off with a song. What an original idea. Yeah, but this is, this is really two songs. I sing humoresque, and you harm the Swanee River. Oh, that's an old song. I know that yeah, one. Yeah, but I've got a new twist. Tony, give us a key, will you? Okay, ready? Go. Little ones were born to wiggle. Little girls were born to giggle. Faith has worked out something for us all. Little ducks were born to juggle. Little ducks were born to snuggle. If you wait someday, you'll hear your call. But don't leave just yet. I want you to hear him play The Great Big Saw Came Nearer and Nearer. Here he is, the man who stole the Tin Pan from Tin Pan Alley and built a band around it, Frank Jones and his city slickers. <laughs> He was a sawmill proprietor, and she up there made yet unkid. One evening he winked his glass eye at her, but she said, nay, nay, third is this. So he dragged her into the sawmill for winter, and he took off his belt and strapped her to the fence. And the great big saw came nearer and nearer and nearer and nearer. 
Flying Naval, you got me in flames. The angels will stick me together again in the grave. Sweetheart, that's up with the slider. Oh, Jamie, my darling, she sighs. He knocked out that mean old proprietor. And Terry, the sweet on a side. My hero, that they have fought for the kids. We must wear them preventive. You wait and fight them so they're but soon tired of Mary, she said, Well, Francis, I don't know uh, why you and everybody make cracks about me and the city slickers. We've always got the customers standing in line. Well, I guess you're right at that. When you were playing in New York, I saw the biggest line I've ever seen in front of the Capitol Theater. But we were playing at the Roxy. I know. Ken, will you talk to this girl? <laughs> you know, it's an odd time of the year to talk about snowballs, but here's one that's rolling up. It's the fame of ice chasing Sanborn coffee. Time is right to enjoy it. Well, the next time you buy coffee, have iced coffee in mind. Because important as flavor is in hot coffee, it's more important than that to offset the melting ice. And to do that, get the record-breaking Chase and Sanborn flavor that's making coffee history. In the past year, this Richard blend brought more pleasure to more people than ever before. And the beauty of it is that you get just as much Chase and Sanborn by weight as you would any other coffee. So the extra flavor for your iced coffee is yours with our compliments. Let the ice melt. The deep-down, wholehearted Chase and Sanborn goodness comes through with a big margin to spare. Take advantage of that. Enjoy more iced coffee. And enjoy iced coffee more. Ask your grocer for Jason Sanborn Coffee. Everything Spock and I have been putting together three songs by one composer, and this week the composer is Irving Berlin. And here's Tony to start us off.
ballad that's a favorite of mine from way back. How deep is the ocean? How much do I love you? I'll tell you why. How deep is the ocean? that it helped me out on these Sunday trips to service hospitals because I know if you could it wouldn't be necessary for me to stand here and tell you that the Seventh War loan has not yet been put over. If you could see these magnificent institutions of healing full of men who have won magnificent victories for us, I'm sure whatever your war bond purchases have been up to now, you'd find a way to buy more bonds. War is over in Europe, but on the islands of the Pacific, in the air over Tokyo, and in every service hospital in the country, the war is not over. Millions and millions of dollars are needed. They're your dollars. And all you're asked to do is lend them. Lend them, friends, to help these men win back health and vigor. Lend your dollars as generously and willingly as the men in hospitals all over the world have given their strength and their blood. Good night. Colonel Alvin C. Miller, commanding officer and Major W.R. Bryan for this day here at Birmingham General Hospital in Van Nuys, California. See you again next Sunday at the same time when Francis Lankford, Spike Jones, and the City Slickers, Tony Romano, and our guest, Mr. Adolf Marjou, will be appearing at the United States Naval Hospital in San Diego, California. Fine coffee, think of us. For taste and Sanborn coffee. Coffee made to serve in time for tea. Jack Parsons shares the courtesy of the Campbell Soup Program. From Van Nuys, California. Five, six, seven, eight. Eight out of every ten say royal desserts taste more delicious. Yes, royal desserts taste more delicious. Hopefully, when 1,526 royal users told why they want royal every time, eight out of every ten said royal desserts taste more delicious. Think yourself, get orange royal and gelatin tomorrow. It's luscious, just bringing a tangy fruit flavor that makes you think of golden ripe orange, heavy with juice. 
This is the National Podcast Company.